I'm talking about bullying and now I'm like, she ain't got <laughs> on you, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to SOS from Motherhood Island for her review when she said, Thank you for being Coast Guards rescuing our sanity when we're stuck on a deserted island. That was a delightful metaphor. I love it. Listening to this podcast helps me feel not so alone on the Motherhood Island. Meredith, you had me bawling buckets when you described your harrowing medical experience and the paradigm shift that followed. Tiffany, congratulations on High Achiever. I love how you're not afraid to discuss topics that are taboo. You two are truly helping us navigate sticky situations with laughs thank you that was a delight thank you sos from motherhood s please someone help me it's not healthy umbrella no it's not even the same song all right i'm your host meredith from that's inappropriate and i'm your host tiffany from juggling the jenkins this podcast will discuss all things marriage motherhood and everything in between please remember we're not professionals at anything you might actually need So any advice we give, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're talking about Jessica Simpson being mom shamed over her seven-year-old daughter's dyed hair, why Generation Xers need the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot, and a dad admits he can't hack it over summer break. (laughs) Number two is making me roll my eyes. I'm very intrigued to hear what why well you're not an xer you're a millennial okay so just saying so i'm an xer so we can have a we're literally like six years apart if that which is enough for us to be in different generations mathematical genius that you are well that makes sense because you're an ancient fossil Let's open up the show with a mom fail moment. We're here because we've all struggled as moms, and anyone who says that they haven't is a lie bagger. Your turn. Okay, surprise. <laughs> okay, I was not prepared. Let's see. I hardly fail as a mother, so this is going to be tricky. Uh, I, let's just say the whole uh, sleep, I, uh, sleep training. I bought my kids cool tents to sleep into and I sleep in and then I put a video camera in their room so I could talk to them through it because they're terrified to sleep on their own and they come in my room every night and I I give in every single night because I love them so much and I want them close to me so I am ruining their independence and all of the effort that we've been putting into getting them to sleep because I like their little bodies next to me so wait I remember last season we talked about this. <clears throat> so a full season ago, you were getting into sleep training mm-hmm. and you are now telling me that you have undone all the work that you did and the kids are back in your bed? Not. No, that's not true. They go to sleep in their room and then they wake up and at some point come into my room probably. And you just don't walk them back? Mm-mm. Okay. Sometimes, but No. I don't. What's the what's the rate of sometimes percentage wise? Zero. Zero. Okay, that's what I thought. But my husband hates it. But I don't get, listen. Mm. I love their little bodies. Mm. I feel so much safer when they're there. Like if something pops off, 
I can defend my family. Are you really that worried about like an intruder? A hundred percent. Okay. And if they're in the bed with me, then I can fight off the intruder. But having them all spread out in different bedrooms, the intruder will get to their rooms before mine and it'll be harder to defend their honor. I understand. That's it. That's the end. Let's move on. Right. But I fe- but here's the thing. <laughs> I feel you. It's not a mom fail if that's how you sleep best. I, I co-slept for, I literally co-slept with my youngest until six months ago. That's when I kicked him out of my bed. And I, he's going to be nine. Like, I would be fine if my son and his wife and their kids <laughs> slept in the bed with me. <laughs> like, if we could just keep this going. It would okay. be great. I feel like there should be a line somewhere in there, but this is a safe space, so I'm not going to judge you in the middle of this mom fail moment. Thank you. Okay? But for reals, yo. <sighs> My son and his wife and their three children. <laughs> I'd be perfectly happy. And- All right. Well, thank you for sharing your mom fail moment, which in fact um, is not a fail because it's a really hard job to be a parent and um, that's just life. So Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have a joke for you. What did the little corn say to the mama corn? <laughs> what did the little corn say to the mama corn? Where's popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's so bad. That was like the best one, actually. Where's popcorn? I love popcorn. That was a good one. I love popcorn. I think I love it more because after having braces for two years and not being able to eat popcorn... I love popcorn. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. Did you know that popcorn is the number two thing that kids choke on the most? Oh, my God. Number one being hot dogs. Slice them horizontally, guys. Okay, moving on. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You love your stats. (laughs) You love your stats. Okay, in trending news, um, why Generation Xers need the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot now more than ever? Reboots, of course, are as prevalent in Hollywood as flashbulbs on a red carpet. But this one feels different, doesn't it? Um, save for a Friends reunion, there's probably no series that could come back that would entice, enchant, and intrigue its rabid fans more than 90210. So, I am 39 and a month. You will be what next month? 16. You will be what next month? 34. 34? Is that next month? Our birthdays are next month. Our birthday month is next month. So you'll be 34 and I'll be 39. So we're five years apart. I was a huge Beverly Hills 90210 fan. I watched it all the time. And this is back pre- like TiVo, where you had to watch it at the time. Were you born in 1980? Yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So Beverly Hills 90210 was very much a part of our weekly routine because we watched it same time every single week. And I watched every episode of every season up until the college years because then I myself also went to college and it was like, I have shit to do now. Mm. So I couldn't or didn't. Um, but you didn't, it doesn't sound like you watched Beverly Hills. And probably for good reason, you were too young. Never even one episode. Never one episode. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. So you don't know the joy that is Ian Zeering. I know of him. Or Luke Perry. Rest, oh. God rest his soul. Um. But I mean, like these Jenny Garth, my husband is a huge Jenny Garth fan. She always she's, she's very, very talented. talented. Yes. 
She's got nice tits and bl- and she's a blonde. Hello, so, I, she does. Can I'm, we say that? I don't see why not. Of course, we're on li- my live feed, so let's just say bad words. Oh my god! Yeah, that is vulgar at ten a.m. <laughs> doesn't mean they're listening to it at ten a.m. I'm saying when it's since it's recorded, it's literally live. I mean when somebody plays this back. Kidding. Where are we going? All right. Point being, 90210 literally defined like an era. Don't they have a reboot already? It's coming right now. I'm telling you. It's it's happening right this very moment. They're re- they've are they rebooted the show and it's coming back. So we're trying to tell them why to watch it. Well, they're just saying that Gen Xers are coming back in droves and they're going to be watching this. Um, true, there is a risk that Beverly Hills 90210 will fail and its plot is cloaked in secrecy. We're told only that it will be a show where the actors play heightened versions of themselves as well as portray the characters we've all come and know to love. They're going to have superpowers. That type of meta approach has worked wonders for the likes of Larry David, but it could be way a mess, uh, a way to mess with the formula that we expect. Ian Ziering will play Ian Ziering. That's about as odd as the Peach Pit serving um, shy, shy weather or... Oh, this is terrible. Okay. Basically, they're playing themselves. Listen, this is important to people who watched the show the first time. I'm intrigued. You're not, and you don't care. But the point is, those who watched Beverly Hills 90210, they are coming back as themselves, meaning like their their actual, not the character like Luke or Brandon or Kelly or whatever. They're coming back as themselves. And they're somehow weaving in old plot lines of 90210. So I'm actually intrigued just to figure out how the hell they're writing this show and what they're going to do. Because oh, it's not. Not like grown up versions of themselves. No, it's like themselves, themselves. Ian, okay. So, like, whatever his name is, Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley. Is going to be playing Jason Priestley. Right. Hmm. So I, I have no idea how they're going to do it. I don't know. Tiffany, look, I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued. No, she's Tiffany hates this. You guys are all right. Okay, moving oh. on. Um, and and but I, I'm just saying it was one of my favorite shows growing up, so I will at least tune in to watch to see what happens. FabFitFun is a woman's lifestyle subscription box filled with full size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products, customized to your specific interests, delivered straight to your doorstep each season. Use coupon code TAKEIT for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. I absolutely love that FabFitFun lets me customize my box because my box needs customization. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get to pick what goes into my box. I feel like... And that makes me very excited because I actually do enjoy the face masks or the hair masks or these other things in my box. Right? Please stop saying my box. <laughs> it always, re- it, you know, it retails for $49.99, but you always have a value of over $200. I absolutely love the um, face face scrub that I got in the last one. It, I think it peeled off at least seven, eight years. <laughs> I thought you looked younger. Thank you. I appreciate that. So make sure to use coupon code TAKEIT for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right, moving on. Parenting crap is here this week and it has brought up 
some massive mom shame, shaming on the internet, which the internet knows how to do best, where Jessica Simpson was mom shamed over a photo of her seven-year-old daughter with dyed hair. Jessica Simpson is being criticized for allowing her seven-year-old daughter, Maxwell, to dye her hair. When the singer-turned-fashion designer shared a photo of Maxwell sporting purple locks on Tuesday, some fans responded by mommy-shaming her. Now, she got the purple hair from, you know, the movie The Descendants that's coming out? Yeah. Okay. So, one of the characters has purple hair, or, like, the ends are dyed purple. Maleficent. Mal- Malef- How do you say it? Maleficent. Maleficent? Mal. Malfeasant? Malfeasant? I don't know. I haven't seen any of the Descendants franchise, but I do. It's a Disney franchise, right? Yeah, I believe so. But anyway, one of the characters has these really pretty purple locks. And so I guess Jessica Simpson's daughter, Maxwell, is a huge fan of the franchise. And so she let her dye her hair. And then people popped off at the mouth saying, so young, it's a shame. Isn't it too? Isn't she too young to have her hair dyed? Question mark. Um while others said, beautiful, she's being a kid, you only live once, or cute, my girl did the same thing, she loves it, she's descendants obsessed. So here's the thing. First of all, does it really matter if a parent allows their child to dye their hair? It's not like the seven-year-old grabbed the hair dye and did it. Somebody did it for her. And the other thing is, is there is this like getting a phone? Should there be an age limit to when a kid can dye their hair? No. No. Uh, do we know whether or not it was permanent or temporary? Just out of curiosity. Permanent. Before I pop off. Permanent hair dye. Okay. Um, these comments, when I read them, it made my soul very angry Mm -hmm. because the way people say it is so condescending. Like I could picture Karen over here, like so young, it's a shame Mm -hmm. as if she put a joint, a blunt in her kid's mouth and lit it. Like, get out of here, Karen. Like, I can understand, okay, maybe the child doesn't know the repercussions of permanent hair dye and how it affects her hair, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Well, they also said there's a difference between allowing your child to dye the ends of their hair and putting hair dye directly on their scalp. Because they some doctors, because they brought this to TV networks and it was on... E and this and that and some doctors were saying look it's really not a good idea to dye your younger kids hair because you shouldn't put those chemicals onto their scalp so they're saying use something that's not permanent and that doesn't have ammonia and these other harsh chemicals in it and they say or you know dye the ends of your kids hair they also said that because children's hair is much thinner and finer you could have some issues with breakage and other things but like I used Kool-Aid on my kid's hair because she wanted to dye the ends of her hair. And so we saw this thing on YouTube and it was like, Kool-Aid washes out after like eight shampoos. I, she still has Kool-Aid in her hair. It's been like 10 months. Listen, I'm not trying to ten months offend anyone here with this. Mm. Uh, and I hope it's not taken the wrong way, but literally no one will bat an eye. If you pierce your baby's ear holes, I'm sure somebody's pissed about it. But yes, I see your point. Go ahead. Yeah, people are. That's another thing. Don't get me started, dude. I, look. People are always going to have something to say. And my opinion is. Who the F cares? Like, do these people think that Jessica Simpson's going to read these comments and be like, oh, you know what? You guys are right. Come here, Maxwell. Let's wash that out. of your-. You know what I mean? Like. 
what is the question? The oh god. So Pink dyed her hair's daughter in solidarity. She dyed Jessica her hair's Simpson. daughter. Her da- daughter's what? She dyed her daughter's hair. You ass face in solidarity with Jessica Simpson because she's been mom shamed all over left and right. Pink. The real question here is okay if you have an opinion about something keep it to yourself why do you feel the need to share it are you trying to share it in an attempt to sway the other person's opinion are you trying to deliberately feel make them feel bad what is your goal like that's the real question here and that's what I want to know. I think a lot of times people just want to cast judgment. And so they'll phrase it in this way of like, oh, what a shame. But they really just want to be judgy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for what purpose? I think to be judgy. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never been that bored to where I need to make a comment about somebody else's life. Like I'm so cool with my life that I don't feel the need to go and make other people feel bad about their own. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if she was locking her kid if she posted a picture of her kid handcuffed and chained inside of a closet, then I'd probably be like, hey, <laughs> maybe this don't. is this is not is this real? This doesn't look good. That's not safe. You know, but above that, I'd probably call the authorities. Right. No, I think it's just it, it just highlights more and more how people just love to mom shame left and right. And nobody is nobody is off limits. Uh, celebrities, you name it. Nobody is off limits when it comes to the, to the internet trolls, right? So I, here's the thing. You want to dye your kid's hair or your kid wants to, to, to dye their hair and you give them the green light, go for it. I don't particularly care. Um, should, I, should she have used temporary maybe? Well, and that's totally, that's up to them. Like it's right. not my kid and it's not my kid's hair. Like I put literally put Kool-Aid in my kid's hair thinking this will wash out 10 months later. It was like, she still had these washed out red locks at the bottom. And I finally went and had to cut it out. I went to the, to the great clips and I was like, can we cut the bottom part out? It looks ratty now. Like it's just, mm. and Sophia was like, no mom, don't. And I was like, Sophia, it's not even red anymore. I don't even know what color this is. Like it's, but I mean, it was that permanent Kool-Aid. Think about that. We drink it. It was in my kid's hair for at least 10 months. When I was in seventh grade, I had visitation over at my dad's and uh, my dad bleached my hair blonde all the way blonde. And so I was like 11 or something, whatever seventh grade is. And I didn't ask my mom's permission. And apparently neither did he. Oh, my. And I got home and she was so angry. And yeah. I remember being mad at her like, gosh, you're such a buzzkill, mom. I can't even be cool like dad. He lets me dye my hair. Um, that was super extreme. I just remembered that memory. At, yeah. I had forgotten all about it. But I think, too, that had more to do with your dad overriding your mom's parental authority. Yeah, he was on acid. Well, and less to do with the fact that you're, (laughs) (laughs) and less to do with the fact that your hair had been dyed, right? Like she was left out of the equation. No, I get it now. Yeah, right. But at the time, it seemed like you're the worst mom. Yeah, she like called him and grounded me. I'm like, oh, I'm grounded for looking cute. Okay, makes sense. Okay, I'm running away. Yeah, but I don't care. Who cares? I love it. Do what you want. You know, what I mean, unless you're hurting the child and I don't no, think it's just it's hair's silly. alive. It's Siri. It's it's Siri. 
it's silly to think to to fight or to try and troll somebody over the fact that they let their you know kid dye their hair like what difference does it make yeah if you're listening to this and you're one of the people who feels the need to state your opinion negatively and hatefully just for the sole purpose of making somebody feel bad please think twice before you hit send man because your comments cut deeper than you will ever realize and i doubt any of our listeners have this problem because they're all amazing mm-hmm. but as somebody who opens themselves up to ridicule on the internet by sharing my life a lot of people don't realize like how deep it cuts maybe it's me because i have a soul and you don't but right just mind your damn business. Yeah, we get a lot of hate thrown our way. And it is hard. There are days where if you just catch a glimpse of something that somebody says, it, it can cut you deep. Yeah. And then yeah. you feel the need to defend your honor. Right. And kill yeah. people. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. Sorry. Yep. Too far. But, but I do. I understand. And, and no, I'm not Jessica Simpson or Pink or whatever when it comes to the social media following. But it's ridiculous how, how many people will um, – you know, post and say things just on our video, on our 80s. I bet you have more Facebook followers than Jessica Simpson. I don't. I doubt that. I bet you do. Dave. I, He's so is good. Is that what we need to do right now? Okay. Yeah. Um, but my point is. These boots is were made. For, for walking? walking. Huh? She's talented too. He also, my husband loves blondes. He has a thing for blondes. This is awkward. I tried to dye my hair once blonde for him. <laughs> for and it turned out so horribly that he was like, please turn around and make it go away. And I would I was kill like, to see what? a picture. I also dyed my hair and looked like Michael. Ja- I mean, uh, Michael I got, Jackson. I got a perm and I looked like Michael Jackson. Like, so who's your crush? Celebrity. We know he's Jenny Garth and Jessica Simpson. And who else? He loves all Gwen Stefani. And I'm talking platinum blondes. Sheesh. He loves Gwen Stefani. I love her too. She's a vampire. She doesn't age. Who do you Mm. like? Is this going to start a fight? Um, Chris Pratt, I find attractive. Same. Yeah. Like Um, personality wise. He's funny. Ryan Reynolds. What is it? She's got me beat. You've got her beat, Tiff. No. Yeah. She Followers? Aren't don't you have that many Meredith? I have two point three million followers. No. Yes. No. Two point five? I have two point five. So she's got me beat. Okay, but were you in Dukes of Hazard? No. I'm talking about bullying and now I'm like, she ain't got <laughs> on you, Meredith. <laughs> I'm such a no. Hypocrite. Anyway. Um, no, but um no. So I would say Ryan Reynolds, Brad Pitt. What? Um, not Brad Pitt. Chris <laughs> Pratt. Like, okay. Classic answer. <laughs> George Clooney. Back in the day. Back in the day, I liked Clooney a little. I liked him when he was on ER. My husband likes Jessica Alba and Jessica Beale, so I'm pretty much effed. Well, he likes Gwen Stefani. How you it's op- It's possible. Opposite. You put big hoops in and just sing Holla Back Girl. You're right there. I will never I will never be <laughs> shaped like either of those Jessicas in my lifetime. Shut those up. are good picks, Dave. Shut said. your mouth, Dave. Okay. Love and Marriage is brought to you by Meredith and Tiffany. Because we are spectacular wives. 
her husband loves Anna Ferris. You like Anna Ferris too? That's that's um Brett, that's Chris he's like Pratt's she's too goofy ex-wife. for me. You know who Chris Pratt's with now? Yeah, a Schwarzenegger. What's her name? I don't remember her name. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Arnelda. Arnelda. <laughs> She's extremely attractive too. She is very attractive. Okay. Self promotion. I will be in Pittsburgh, September seventh, for a comedy event to end all events. Sounds hilarious. You can. You can. I will be telling some jokes. Some money. Not back guarantee. <laughs> you can find tickets at uh, that's an appropriate tour.com. I will also be in LA on September 21st. And we're going on a cruise October 4th if you want to come sail the seven seas on Royal Caribbean. Okay. <laughs> Go to www.thatsanappropriatetour.com. Perfect. Perfect. What about you, Tiff? I wrote a book. Mm. It's available in It's called She Bangs. What? <laughs> Oh, baby, when she moves. Oh, baby, when she moves. You remember that? She bangs. She yeah. Bangs. That's why I said it. Okay. Um, no, but your book is your book is at the airport. I know. You're so famous, your book's at the airport. That's how you know you've made it. It's No, they put coloring books at the airport. <laughs> like, it's not that. Come on, that's super cool. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. I look for it when I'm at the airport. And then Do you I'm, sign them? Uh, they so, Yeah, but some places won't let you. And I'm like, no, I literally wrote this, I swear. Yeah. And they're like. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. and then if they don't have it, I'm like, "Hey, do you know who I am?" You're missing out. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all I got going on, really. Right? Well, you just finished your tour. I'm so yeah. proud of you. Thank you so much. I mean, you really did. It was incredible. I got to meet everybody. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> I haven't slept since it. So if I sound unenthusiastic, it's just because I'm still awake from the tour. Literally. Best book ever. Agreed, Katie. Her book is fantastic. Katie. And it's on Audible. It is. You can listen. I voiced the audio myself. Mm-hmm. Very good. She did a great job. And I didn't know how to do it, so it sounds like this. Chapter five. <laughs> Just like that. I swear, because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Oh my Chapter gosh. seven. You should be the new voice for Siri. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, navigation. I would love to. The woman who is Siri's voice follows me on Twitter. Shut up. Yeah. That's huge. Her name is Susan. <sighs> Sorry. I just figured I'd let everybody know That means know she how knows cool who I, I am by default. Proxy? Yeah. Oh, she does. I'm sure she follows you too. Tell me about this dad. All right. So dad admits he can't hack it over summer break in viral post. I read this and it was hilarious. Even... For the most patient parent, summer vacation can be a trying time. Mike Julianelle, the dad behind the popular blog and social media platform known as Dad and Buried, posted to his Instagram that it took exactly 1.5 days for him to lose it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be a stay-at-home parent, he captioned his post. I don't want to have to find ways to film my kids' days all summer. I don't want to plan. I don't want to pack stuff. I don't want to herd them places. I don't want to go places. I don't have the temperament. I don't have the patience. I don't have the interest. I also don't have a choice. So if you're not following um, Dad and Buried, you need to. I follow him, and it's hilarious. And he is fantastic because apparently in their marriage, they have both stayed home. 
while the other worked and it's flipped and flopped and they've gone back and forth. And right now it's his turn to be the stay at home dad. And he talk, he bitches about how much he hates that he has to stay home with his kids. Revenge. And he talks about all of the stuff like, like going to the park is just a friggin' disaster and how his kid took a shit in the sandbox. And it's just like this. And it's, and it's so wonderful because it's like, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> to our lives. And it's like the time my husband went grocery shopping with the kids and came home and he was like you, you you just don't understand you don't understand what it's like to be out in public with them why do they act like that and it's like please <laughs> please you've got to be kidding me every time I go anywhere with them that's how they act so when I read this guy's post um I just died laughing so good morning America contacted him and he said he just you know his wife was calling from work she was uh, on the day he lost it, he told GMA, his wife was calling from work. He was dealing with the kids and simultaneously trying to get some work done. He asked his eight-year-old to go upstairs so he could talk to his wife. And though he always wants to be upstairs, his son wouldn't go. I just lost it. I started yelling. My wife was frustrated because not only was I not listening to her, she couldn't. she could hear me yelling at our kids. Then he was yelling at the three-year-old, and the three-year-old starts yelling at him. So it was just this, like this, this like storm of just everybody screaming at everybody. And I laughed because I was like, "That's that's really what it's like." Yeah. Like, how many times have you been on the phone with your husband, and the kids are like screaming at you, and you're screaming at them, and then he's screaming at you because you can't hear him or he can't hear you or whatever? And it's just this whole like cluster yeah. of disaster. Yeah. And I don't know if I just appreciated it because he was like. I don't, I don't want to be a stay at home parent. I think it's terrible. And he also basically said like, I now understand Mm -hmm. what my life, what my wife has gone through when she stayed home. Yeah. So that kind of made me feel like number one, I'm glad it happened to you so that you could get it. And number two, thanks for fessing up and being like, it sucks. It's not, it's, it's very hard. It's not easy. Yeah. Because sometimes you have those dads who have those moments with the kids, you know, and you go out with your friends or something and then you come home expecting them to like get it from your point of view and they're like it's not that bad i don't know why you always seem so tired and then you end up on dateline you know yeah what I'm talking about? right well there's all those podcasts now that those crime podcasts you could figure out how to murder somebody i already know it. right so i just think it's i think it's fantastic that somebody is kind of opening up the conversation in the dad space and being super honest about just losing yeah. it and being like, it sucks, man. There are days that I really don't want to do this and it's really hard, but that's the reality, yeah. you know? And I also think that it's total BS when people attack us for being honest about how our kids can be D-bags <laughs> because they can. Like, I, I saw this meme or this tweet somebody posted and it was like, I'm sick and tired of people getting all pissed off when I call my kid an asshole. My daughter looked at me, attempted to pour her juice on the floor. I looked at her and I said, don't do that. Don't you dare pour that on the floor. And she looked at me with this death stare as she poured every ounce of juice out onto the floor. That's an a-hole move. That is an a-hole move. So when I call my kid an a-hole... It is specifically referring to that moment in time where she poured her juice all over the floor after being told not to. That's an a-hole kid, Mm. right? But I kind of feel like all of our kids are a-holes at some point in time. And it's kind of like, why should we not be able to call that out? Yeah. That mom didn't call that kid an a-hole to her face. She just put it on Twitter. 
Right. So it's kind of like, what? What is the problem? What's the problem? I was out of town recently and my husband stayed home with the kids and he killed it. Like, and I don't know. He was posting pictures of them at the baseball game at the big cat habitat. They went to like all these fun things. And I guess it helps break the day up when you aren't trapped in a house all day. Right. But it presents its own challenges for sure. But the mental image of this guy yelling at his his (laughs) wife on the phone is so funny to me. (laughs) Well, and I also just think that it's different. This guy is doing the stay-at-home parent thing. So he is dealing with life as well. Plus, he's a writer. So he freelances and he does some other stuff and he has his own blog. You should follow him. It's Dad and Buried. I think he's hilarious. I follow him. And Clint. Can we throw Clint in and here, And Clint too? is... is I love Clint Edwards. Um, no idea what I'm doing, a, a daddy blog. He is hilarious. And they're telling these true-life glimpses of fatherhood from the trenches, right? As we are telling these motherhood from the trenches stories, absolutely should be following these gentlemen. And your hubbies. Well, he doesn't have a blog. As a professional who? My husband? Blogger. Well, I mean, the women who are listening's hubbies should follow Oh, them. the women. Yeah. Agree. I thought you were talking about my husband. No. Like, my husband doesn't have a blog. He's a professional stay-at-home dad. <laughs> okay. It's about the love you have. But there's a difference. Can I? You're interrupting me. I'm not. I think he was talking. Oh, my God. It was coming out of his butt. <laughs> Okay, so let's just reel that back in because this is exactly, let me just, let me just throw this out at you. So my husband, he was shaking his head. Yes. When you were talking about how your husband breaks up the day when you're gone with doing all these fun activities, which is fine when you are away for the weekend and they're taking the reins, but when they're home all day, every day, and they're dealing with the day in and the day out and you can't just go to the big cat habitat. You know what I'm saying? And you have to just do like the real things like laundry and dishes and dinner and whatever. It's a whole different ball game. Yes, it's fun to take them places and do the the weekend trips and the this and that. But like the Monday through Friday grind is very different. Lunchables. And my husband got that finally when he started taking over parts of the business with producing the podcast and doing all these different things. He was like, he looked at me one day and he's like, it's really hard when they're here all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, is it? Is it? Tell me more. And he's like, they just don't listen. I'm like, what? Not my children. They're wonderful. This is such a surprise. Yeah, like I was so surprised. But he literally had the balls to look at me and tell me, like, I don't understand why they act like this. And it's like, you don't? But seriously, once they get it, it's actually way more... It feels teamwork Yeah. And, and it's actually an attractive quality when they are like, I feel you. I get it. Yeah. They're all the worst. Validation. <laughs> it's validation. That is what I meant. Yes. Agreed. Uh, agreed. <laughs> Gotta make everything so dramatic. <laughs> oh, you're really saying that to me? <laughs> <laughs> what do I make dramatic? Oh, you talked about how you were wearing a poncho because it had to cover your dark, dark soul this morning. <laughs> Please don't talk to me about making things dramatic. (laughs) Touche. You you straight up said that. All right. Any hoozle McToozle. Okay, you guys. Thanks so much for being here. Make sure you join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have have no no idea idea what we're we're doing. doing. Make sure to continue to share and listen to our number one globally rated and syndicated podcast across all platforms, including Jupiter, Neptune, Pluto, (laughs) and... 
We are now number one in Uranus. You guys have a great day. Bye. <laughs>